Welcome to Because Black, a show where we discuss fun things, strange things, wrong things, and all things black. Each week, we bring you three interesting tidbits of information. Where's the brief? Where we talk about branding, marketing, advertising, and wonder, what exactly were they thinking? The Minute of Joy, where we point to something that we found interesting in the culture this week that we think is worth sharing. And lastly, Appropriation Smackdown, where basically, we just ask for our stuff back. I'm Jen. And I'm Jordan. And this is Because Black. This week's episode, Goodbye Peanut Butter Jones. You don't have to be white to be right. Where's the brief? Now we're starting. For this week's episode of Because Black. Because we're black too. You're so magical. You have so many <laughs> tools at your disposal. Um, so here, so I think we talked about this last week. It's so funny that I'm talking to you on my computer, but I keep holding my phone up to my face. So let me go that away, put that away. Um, <laughs> we might change up this format a little bit. Yeah. Because people are not culturally appropriating right now because they're scared. They too scared. Mm-hmm. So we might do. We'll see what happens at the end of the show. I talked to you about like um, changing out um, cultural appropriation or appropriation smackdown for what I should have said. Yes, yes I, like I like that. Why are you having still echoes? You sound oh, like you're having... in the sky. Really? Mm-hmm. Really? Oh, let me. Mm. There's like a lot of reverb. I get. Is that what they call it? Yeah. How about now? Hold on. Say it yeah. again. How about now? Perfect. Oh, okay. You sound, a little, I put on... you sound a little far away now, but you sound at least with no echo. Hmm. Let me do this. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Stop. Whatever you're doing right now is perfect. Right now? Nope. It was, but now it's not again. Okay, I have, I know what I can do. How about now? Say it again. Now. Perfect. I was trying to be fancy and put on headphones, but that didn't work for no. me. Just put your laptop on your lap like everybody else. No, I'm using my mic now. Oh, I have mine <laughs> plugged in, but it's not working great, so. <laughs> I listen to the audio and I don't, I feel like me using this mic doesn't even help that much. Mm. Like, like, do I sound clear? It makes you feel professional, doesn't it? I guess so. That's enough. What if I talk like this? Can you hear that? I can hear that. It's like, we're not going to do an ASMR podcast, Jordan. Stop it. (laughs) I just wanted to make sure. Yay. (laughs) So if I get down here and talk really soft to you and really let you know. I'll be eating spaghetti on the other side of it. So you talk soft spaghetti. We'll make a million dollars. Um, can let's just be like professional. Like people follow us, Mofo. Let's do our work. <laughs> do our work. People follow us. Okay. Well, eight people follow us, so come on, let's give them what they paid for, which is nothing. Okay. Um so in this week's episode of Where's the Brief? 
for this week's segment on Where's the Brief. No. I got three things to say, boo-boo. Okay. No, I was right. this week. I was texting you all the time. Listen, I have zero joy. But we'll what? find it. Nothing. I said nothing. I have two moments of joy just to, like, show you up. Wow. This is the Jen episode, mm-hmm. period. Cos <laughs> Black featuring the blackity black black Jen Cox. <laughs> Name doesn't sound blackity black black. <laughs> and who always shows up for job interviews and they're like, oh shit, we didn't know you were that. But whatever. Me too. Black people come in all forms and shapes and um, levels of diction. So shut the fuck up. So here we go. I have three things for Where's the Brief this week. The first, I will say, is um, Unilever, which we've talked about before. I kind of love and hate them. But um, they just did, it's interesting, they just did this thing where they said they're going to take out the words, quote, unquote, fair and lovely from some of their skincare products because they have been known mm-hmm. in brown con- brown continents across the globe of yep. putting these products that you could, they say, like, use this on your skin and it will make you light. Yep, bleaching. Let's talk about Sammy Sosa. Oh my God, he's Pepto-Bismol pink. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that's great and all. Um, I don't think they had a choice. They have to do that right now. But I, I wonder what's going to happen because just saying we're not going to, we're going to take those words off doesn't mean the fact that that kind of ingrained um, idea in people who are brown and black have that like lighter is better. Mm-hmm. I don't know if a brand can change that, but I feel like it's a good start because they corner the market on that um, product. Right. People still know, like we have code, like we still know, like when they, if they take off fair and lovely, they might just say like bright and shiny. Like we still know. I hope they can take it off. I hope they take it off completely. Not can, because I know they can. Hope they take it off completely because yeah. ugh, it's so embedded in our culture. Yeah. And every single person's culture. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. When I lived in Chicago, I lived next door to, I hear your phone vibrating. Also, I uh, yeah, okay. yeah. This is homegrown podcast. Quarantine um, <laughs> <laughs> <Pointing> edition. <laughs> when I lived in Chicago, I lived around the corner from um, a, like a like just like a the Chicago equivalent of a like bodega, and I used to shop there, and um, they would have like sometimes you just need some lotion. You have like emergency lotion. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, yes. I remember the day that we did You're that. My car. I remember the the beginning of Because Black when we did that um, session for um, Creative Mornings. Yes. And you were like, "Come in my office, girl. Look at your heels." And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "And I had that lotion right in my desk." <laughs> like we always have emergency lotion for each Black other. Black people stay with lotion, okay? Mm-hmm. We gonna have it. <laughs> so I go there sometimes to get like if I was out of like the good stuff, I would just go there and get some like lotion. And they would it's clear that they would have like lotion that came. They were not buying it from like distributor of the US. They were like somebody's friend would send over the boxes from wherever they were coming from. 
and I bought several times um, lotion that was like designed to be skin lightening. It oh. would fit, like lighten your skin, and I was like, "Well, I'd have to use a lot of it. Like, I just need to lighten this ash." <laughs> so, so my elbows can, so I can go to work with my elbows looking moisturized. No, I will say I would use some lightening on my elbows. No, <laughs> I like that because that's where my eczema tries to come in, <laughs> and it gets rubbery. But that's okay. Nobody's elbows are beautiful, and like, like all those images of armpits, and they're like, oh, just like the rest of my skin. I'm like, you bitches are lying. Uh, listen, I know Photoshop very well, so. Let's just get it moisturized. And so I would be like, look at this. Um, the guy who worked there, I forget his name was like, his given name I think was Ham Hamid, but everybody called him Carl. Cause he was just like, I was like, Carl, look at this. You should not be selling this. People's skin should be the color it is. We should celebrate it. And he was like, yes, that would also be 329. Thank you, madam. <laughs> exactly like I didn't yeah. know. <laughs> but I do think like we talked yes uh, last time about like what brands can do and like how they show up and it can't just mm -hmm. be like we say we just do like a post hashtag Black Lives, Black Lives Matter but they have to do like some real internal work and if Unilever says we're going to take this um, phrasing off of our products great on them Mm -hmm. But what else? Like, who do they partner with to change the conversation and change how people perceive, like, how skin color matters or doesn't? It's just, like, it's just skin color. Like, we're all the same people. Right. So they should find, I hope they do find some partners to work with who can help them, like, just, because this is, like, a grand gesture, do the gesture, that's fine, but also like back up that gesture with systemic change in your organization and who you work with, what your supplier diversity looks like, what your board looks like, who you hire, like that's... What's your branding, go ahead. I was gonna say like changing the, the phrases you use in the product is just like, that's performance. It literally is. Like the action. Right, I was gonna say um, like change your branding and your average Advertising. Who do you put in your advertisements? In these certain countries, um, they'll put the lightest, brightest person. Mm -hmm. Like in India, mm -hmm. in there, in like that's not representative of all the tones. Um, Asia is really big on it. It's like scary. Mm -hmm. I think. I think I might have been in. Uh, oof, maybe high school when I realized the range of colors that happen in so many different cultures outside of black people. Mm -hmm. Like it's just, but it's so prevalent in advertising and in branding that you just put the lightest person, the closest to white you can get on advertising and we pump that and we celebrate those actresses and actors and it's, yeah. So I would be interested in seeing what their advertising looks like. Yeah, we celebrate the ones that get closest to the ideal, which is not, which is like, honestly, it's just like a white ideal. That's like what we've grown up yeah. with. And so yeah. I think I said this, I might've said this earlier in one of our 
podcast. We've done so many, I just can't remember, Jordan. You know, we're so famous. But there was one where I think I might have told the story about like my biggest client or the, my longest running client in advertising was um, McDonald's. Mm-hmm. And I remember the casting for a commercial and the client said to me that I, there was a little little brown girl who I just loved. And her brown hair was like, girl. she had like two like big Afro pups. They were so cute. And the client said to me, there's no, and I quote, there's no self-respecting black mother who would let her daughter grow out with her hair like that. Was the client white? Uh, okay, we know what the client was. It was Karen. And are you serious? She said, "Say she said, me. she said it to the room." And I will say that my boss, to his credit, at the time was like he saw the look on my face and he was like, "We have to take a bio break." <laughs> I had to leave because I would have said some shit that you can't take back. But I'm like, what? How do you decide? Like, they just decide, like, what's no self-respecting. Listen, I pull up to work with my biggest afro ever, stretched mm-hmm. to capacity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No self-respecting mother would let. Oh, okay. And so, like, this is this goes back to like, let's just think about what the brief is. And the brief is like to make people comfortable. That's what it's been for Unilever. Like, mm-hmm. feel comfortable that like everybody else is going to like lighten up to look like the dominant. Um, demographic not the majority because they're not they're just the dominant one and we need to do things like when we cast people we have to like make them okay for that dominant um demographic to love and that brief is getting torn up every day right now which is great for me i love it i'd love to see like we have to think differently about how we sell cereal like it's 100% okay to have like a mixed race couple. It's okay to have like two dads. It's like, this is the world we live in. So the brief needs to not be about like, who's gonna sell the product. But I think we're getting back to like how good the product is or how like how mm-hmm. it is. And then we just like slot the people in, just like, I don't care, like use them like Legos. Like mix them up and pull them out. And then you have those people um, loving your product that other, like the whole of the world is different. And so we can relate to it differently. So I love that the brief is changing, I guess I would say about um, the Unilever move. That is a sign Mm -hmm. to me that people are trying to change. Yeah, that that is, it's so huge. Like when, if everyone could get on that train um, but it also makes me afraid, because I almost made a statement, which I'm going to make, but it's I don't co-sign the statement now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like... like um, you're pre-backtracking right now. You're backtracking. I know. Also pre-backtracking. Yes, go because ahead. That's who I, because that's who I am, and that's how forward-thinking I am. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and I'm, I'm not going to be like some of the people we talk about and double down on something stupid. Mm-hmm. So I was going to say, it's almost good if everyone, like if all these companies start in, like embracing all this change just for the money, because it's going to help us on the back end. Mm-hmm. But I still, me being the feeler that I am, 
it's still going to be upset that you're doing this just for money and you still hate black people on the back end. Mm -hmm. Like, even though it seems inclusive, it's not really. I'm always like, let's go to the root. I don't care. <laughs> like, yeah. so I almost was going to say, well, it would be just good if everyone just jumps on this train, but it's still going to, it's still going to come out because we know that. Well, that's great. That's a great um, perspective, Jordan, because I would say like, what's the motivator? So I hear you, mm -hmm. like, if they just do it for the money and then they don't really care about black people at the end, like at some point there's going to be like a critical um, point of confluence where they're like, uh, black people actually do matter because we did it just for the money, but now look at what's happening. Mm -hmm. I would hope, I would hope that would happen. But um, I hear you, like, it can't just be, let's, we got to do this now because they mad. Right. Cancel us. Um, but when you don't get canceled and when you find a love, the brands who actually do it the right way are going to be the ones that get um, support and their fortunes are going to be higher than the ones that just do it for lip service. So I would imagine that it would, I would hope it would prompt those brands who are, who just did it for lip service to be like, ooh, look how we're losing. We need to actually like really commit and not just take black people off our pancake mix we have to take them off the pancake mix and put them into the boardroom hashtag jen said <laughs> take them off the pancake mix <laughs> why aren't i rich i'm full of these genius oh my gosh tweet that <laughs> Take us off and take us off your rice. Mm -hmm. You know what I've noticed? Well, I don't really watch too much cable, but I feel like the Popeyes, um, she finna go away. Popeyes What's her name? Out. Annie? Is it Annie? I worked I worked on that. I worked at the agency that did that account. And every time, I, I only worked there for like three months because it was like a terrible experience. And every time I mm -hmm. went out to see like the Popeyes logo like on the wall and stuff, and I was just like, you guys, she's like shucking and driving and shit and selling chicken. I hate it. Right. It was in Austin, Texas, which, you know, Texas is a, is crazy anyway, but I was just Oof. like, I am so happy I was not on that account, but I also, because I would have been fired day two. <laughs> right. But it was just like, I couldn't believe that they're like, Austin, you know, prides itself on being this like, keep it weird and i'm like no you mean keep it like racist <laughs> exactly Get like, rid of this. I yeah i hope she's not on anymore i mean not stopping that black lady's check though so let's <laughs> i hope she gets picked up by a different like, brand sometimes but, you have to just be like i'm taking one for the team i'm sorry honestly, i don't want she's her to probably made her. enough money by now she'll she's, she'll be okay I'm, she has I'm, to be rich. <laughs> Unless she just has the worst agent in the world and did not negotiate good terms. Because she has been on my TV screen for years. <laughs> well, I feel like she can get a job as a consultant for other people about, like, remember me? Don't do this again. Here's how Period. you work it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Can we list any positive Black brand ambassadors? I only know one. Wait. Hold on. I have to look because I have a note. Are you gonna look? You well, can't cheat. No, I'm looking because I put notes in our meeting invite for things to talk about. 
Oh, so I won't. Nope. I have no brand ambassadors. I was going to talk about like a positive. Where's the brief? Which was um, the end. Don't game. say it yet. What? <laughs> <laughs> go, go ahead. <laughs> NBA put out an ad this week that I loved. Oh, great. Which was about Black Lives Matter. And if you think about brand ambassadors, like all those Black men, <laughs> like that's all yeah, they yeah. do. Yeah. Um, and they didn't have a choice, I think. <laughs> like, let's not talk about the NFL. Like, we'll say. Oh, that God. Later. Yeah. We have but the NBA put out this great, and I'll put a link in the, sh in the show notes about how Black Lives Matter and why they're important. And they had the players and the owners and the coaches talking about this. And I was like, that's a good brief. Acknowledges yeah. the fact that like the NBA as it stands now in recent history is carried in the backs of black people. Literally. They play. If you take out the black people from these major sports. Oh my God, it would take like 10 minutes. If there was no basketball and football, I mean, if no, no black people in basketball and football, what would y'all watch? Well, there would still be basketball and football, but like the games would take like 10 minutes. <laughs> be like, whole bunch of three pointers, good day, finished. Nobody ever like kicking field goals all day, <laughs> <laughs> no running backs, and it's done. So I really did love, like, that to me was like a good, I don't know who they're um agency is that they work with but the fact that they got them to very quickly i hear um, your phone but oh sorry i got a text from uh, <laughs> which i don't want to tell you the fight i'm having right now god i think they heard your phone it might have been on the recording i don't care i would love it <laughs> I, Here's another where's the brief. Like, don't be an institution led by non-people of color and then ask me my opinion and then send me- And then don't stuff. take it. Or send me like, you don't think I know academic, like I read academic journals all the time. And this woman is like, telling me that I'm wrong for what I want. To, and then I don't care. I, I'm happy to be wrong. If she wants to do something else, like do it. Don't just like support it with some statement, some random statement with no citation about what art historians think about something. And I'm just like, I will. Blah, blah, blah. Ugh, I get it. Anyway, um, sorry. I digress. I will put my phone on silent right yeah. So in this you second thing of words to brief, good brief on the NBA for... No, I had a question. Yeah. I was going to ask you, mm -hmm. <laughs> do you know of any good Black representation? Like, any well, spokesperson? Thing. Like, I have not seen one that's come out. I feel like people are so scared. Well, you know what? I'll take it back. I think I can think of two, but I don't think the second one can. It's the guy who... Um, <gasps> three. He does what? The guy who responded to Drew Brees. I think it was. Let me just see who it was. When Drew Brees was, was like, "Oh, I don't care if you you should always kneel for the flag." 
Hold on. You understand. Hold on. I gotta turn the volume down. Okay. While you're think finding that, three positive black spokespersons or personalities I can think of. I only thought I only thought it was one, but the Lysol lady. What? Or oh, no, not Lysol. Pine saw. It's the power of Pine saw, baby. Oh, what? Um, <laughs> not positive. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Why is she not faint? Why is she not positive? Uh, it's a power pine saw, baby. That's why she's not famous or, or positive. She's a character. <laughs> Continue, and I will knock them all down. Next. <laughs> oh no, maybe it's because she was cleaning. She wasn't cleaning. She was just coming and said, "That's the power pine saw." Just because she uh-huh. said, "Baby." Um, all state man, who the all state man, Dennis the Hays- black man, Dennis Haysbert. I don't be knowing names. I well, don't. <laughs> I know he's like an actor. Yes, and I know his voice, but he's positive. The reason, well, the reason he worked. I'm sorry, he just setting him up to it. I'm knock him down. Um, the reason he works is because he has a. Uh, deep voice and he's non-threatening and I fuck I can't stand him. So uh, <laughs> oh my god. So you can't stand him because he's non-threatening? Yes, because he played the president on 24. Oh I never I didn't I didn't watch oh. it either. But I looked it up when I saw him on the commercials and I was like, oh angry. Next. Give me so you three. don't like him? Why don't you like him? Because he has done nothing to support the black and brown community. He exists oh. as a friendly black man with a deep voice who is not going to rob you because he's wearing a suit. And I don't care about him. Oh. What's wow. your third? My third one doesn't count because it's, it's a person promoting their own brand. So it doesn't I'm going to say George Foreman. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> I have a standing George Foreman grill. <laughs> I can say, like, this is our personal shame. I do too. <laughs> it's a big one. It's like a. It's like a <laughs> he's, he's at another level. Like, he could never be in this conversation. George is for George's. Like, I hear you, but no. Oh, my God. Well, those are my three. <laughs> so I guess we don't have any positive. I still, I'm a count safe, safe, no, what is it? State, all state. I, I'm going to count him in my head. I'll let you have the, the pine saw lady. I mean... Anytime a black woman who is of a certain size and has either braids or, dre- or braids or dreads, it's like whatever, 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 baby, like off the table. <laughs> right, right. That's I know right. I'm right. I know I'm right. Oh, I'll, oh. I'll fight you on Haysbert. Oh, she uh, said I know I'm right. I mean, you you, you feel spicy. Sometimes you have to claim it. <laughs> about self-care right now. I'm my own hype man, baby. 
<laughs> Don't call me outside my name, please. Sorry, I wasn't I'm not your sweetie. I'm not your honey or your baby. I wasn't talking to you. I was just talking like <laughs> Much like the pine saw lady. When I say baby, I mean, oh, baby, all oh, y'all little children that I have to take care of. That's ageist. Please stop. Hmm. No, no, no. It's not. Because I'm not talking to you. I'm saying baby in the global sense. Oh, I wish I knew where you live right now, but I don't. I can't come over there and punch you in the face. You're not going to say because I'm young, you have to take care of me. I No, no, no. I, but listen, I'm friends with you because when shit gets real, I'm going to be like, I need the young blood <laughs> to, to monitor my home care aides um, changing of my diapers. Like, I'm not trying to get okay. you. I need you to be friends with me so when shit goes down, you can be like, she doesn't like vanilla flavored Ensure. Please buy the chocolate. <laughs> You know, they have uh, fruit-flavored insurers now. That sounds disgusting. <laughs> I don't think it's creamy with the fruit, you know? <laughs> it's not Stop like... talking. Stop talking. Stop talking. Stop talking. I think it's just like thick apple juice, you know? Stop talking. It reminds me of, like, the milk water from Fruit Loops, and I really hate you. Oh, don't say anything don't... else. Don't say anything about that. <laughs> Jesus, Jordan, the devil. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna get it together. So I, uh, yeah, I. A lot of a lot going on with these briefs. I feel like everyone's scrambling right now, and we're gonna see some either some really creative. My thing is though, with all of the scrambling and stuff, every other. Not every other, but there's some. This, this is a time for really good advertisement and branding to come out. So, like, actually take the time. I would rather a brand pause, take the time to make something really compelling versus trying to put out something while it's like fresh on people's minds. Like, what? Why does that matter? It's always going to be on black people's minds. It's always going to be on the marginalized, marginalized people's minds. Mm -hmm. So just take the time and actually do it well. Mm -hmm. Agreed. But I will say this thing to you, which is like a good segue, because I think um, Unilever, whatever, the beginning brief was wrong. They're trying to change it up. The NBA, they got it right. And then the challenge is, um, like, you can get it right. I think TikTok did a good thing. Like, we don't talk a lot about, like, we talk about, like, black and brown people, but part of our um, culture is also, like, LGBTQIA people, right? And so TikTok did a thing where they were going to do, because a lot of pride parades got canceled, they were going to do, like, hashtag my pride, like an online pride parade. And the mm -hmm. for that was... Perfect, but what the brief didn't anticipate was backlash, and so they had to cancel it because people were they were doing it on Zoom, and people were coming in and like just saying terrible things to folks on there, and they had to like shut it down. And so it's like I think that's why people are scared to um, 
start the conversation and why the brief is so important. It's not just like what we want to say, but like what's going to be the response to what we say and how do we then again show up in right. ways. So it was sad to me to see that happen, but I think like as we move forward through this, I don't, it's never going to end probably, but as we move through this, um, at least this midpoint, people are getting mm. better. For sure. So that's what I want to see. Well, thank <laughs> you, for you did your dreams. I was on it this week because so many things happened. The, yeah. So good looking out. I'll put all these links in the show um, notes. But I feel like it might be time to pivot to <gasps> your favorite. Just say it. Of joy. All right. Should I clap? I will. No. Oh, I will I want to preface by saying that I am not seriously singing, guys. <laughs> All right. Because I don't want the world to think that I think that I sound good, because that's not what that was. Well, the world does, so just get over it. You sound great. I'm about um, to hear you for a voiceover. I'll talk to you about that offline. Um, <laughs> so you do sound great. Please keep singing your songs of joy, even if you have no joy to bring us this week, it sounds like. I have one thing of joy. It's a little late, but I'm still bring it. All right, I'm gonna clap so we can know this is the end. Cause I also like to clap. Can I just do <laughs> okay. it? Can I just do it, please? Can I do it? Sure. Okay, here we go. Stop laughing. <laughs> what I love about this is it's gonna say, put it in the show. This is the moment in our show we take a break to thank our sponsors. This week, we thank the lovely, slobbery, kindest dog ever, Peanut Butter Jones, for being a part of our show a couple of weeks and also being a part of my life for six years. We'll miss you terribly um, and hope that you're in doggy heaven eating every piece of chicken you can get. All right. So a um, moment of joy. Yeah. I'm gonna let Jen take over my moment of joy this week after I give my one. But to preface, Jen, you can always have moments of joy. No, which is rare, guys. Yeah, it's very rare. Like usually, I'm like pissed off. Moments of pissed offness is like what I can do. I feel you. Moments of anger. <laughs> yes. <laughs> moments of rage. Oh, uh, so yes, go ahead. Ooh, let's have a rage episode. Anyway, side note, we can talk about that later. Mm -hmm. um, my one moment of joy is uh, the Supreme Court decision that gay and transgender people cannot be fired because they identify as gay or transgender. Um, I want to say shout out to the six that voted yes and to the three. I'm looking at you, Clarence Thomas, who should not even be there. Mm. Um, Y'all can go. It should have been unanimous. That's just stupid. But anyway, it passed. Um, so that's my moment of joy. That's great. We're still coming at you, Clarence Thomas. We don't claim you. No, he can just go right back to his wife. 
But I do think, oh, look, the police, are they coming for you? I hear them in the background. I think so. Oh, God. All right. Well, they passed over. Okay. okay, okay. <laughs> um, I think it's a good transition because, like, we just talked about TikTok and how people like shut them down for mm-hmm. homophobic people shut them down. But here's a great um, moment of joy that the legislature, or the, no, no, not them, um, the uh, judicial branch was like, yeah. yep, we got to be right. Um, I would right. say that. Um, my two moments of joy I wanted to share were about like similarly like divisive issues, but I think also still joyful. Um, I don't know if you saw the woman who did a TikTok video about how we use um, statistics to tell people like stories about violent crime and black communities. Mm-hmm. Seen this? Have you seen this? You sent it to me. Okay, so, oh, sorry, I forgot. Um, For me, that's a moment of joy because it's like, I'm telling the truth. And more than that, it was like, everybody who saw the video, like, added something to it. So she did her video, then there were, like, people doing dance routines, there were people doing, like, jazz renditions, reggae renditions. It's, like, amazing. And it was like her video was like very short but it's like the truth you know like mm-hmm. how we manipulate um numbers to tell the story we want to tell and it was exactly. and i love that one and so that's one of my moments of joy for me Shout out to it, got like, star. it got follow her on tiktok yes <laughs> rin star we'll, we'll put the link. i love her and then my other moment of joy was, I sent this to you as well, which I do remember sending. Because <laughs> <laughs> like the week gets hard. I don't it do. We're like, not going to even talk about this week. I'm like, did I wear this, did I wear this yesterday? Whatever, I'm going to wear it today too. Um, the DDB, that agency yeah. did, some creatives did a font, a Black Lives Matter font. And what I love about it is that it's free. Anybody can use it. It's beautiful. And like, that's like the kind of stuff that creative people and marketing people and people on the front lines, like we need to be thinking about not just like, let's respond to the moment, but let's respond to the moment in the ways that we can. And so, because mm-hmm. we don't have, like, we can't, in my job, like, we can't be like, let's give out meals for people who are, who are like, or let's, like, do a bail fund. It, it seems like just um, performance. But for an agency who does that kind of work to be like, we did our work in service of your work. It's great. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm grateful about that. You know, I almost had feelings about this. Tell me, tell me, tell me. Because at first glance, I was just like, okay, y'all made a free font. Okay. But then when you go to the page, so I had to, uh, you go to the page and you see that they're, um, they have a Patreon page that they're using to donate to um, Black organizations. So I was like, okay, like you have to have more than just making a font. Like a font's not going to change the world, but. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> links to action and to organizations that are taking actions will change the world. So I'll give it to him for this one. 
Because I personally don't like the font, but I don't either. <laughs> I don't either because you know I like like a serif font. I like it like curlicues. I love that stuff. But I also feel like I love the notion. A font can uh, change the world. In some like not like directly or tangibly or or tangibly or like right now but if you think about the fact that like we're in the in a moment where a movement is afoot Mm -hmm. and having signs or t-shirts or tote bags or whatever that have that font on them whatever you want to say on those um t-shirts or bags or signs um signifies something to people yeah. So I don't think like it's, you're right. It's not going to change the world, but it can be a part of changing the world. So I love it for that. Yeah. I think because they put action behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, and it, it is a sign and a show to the world and specifically to the creative world that we value Black um, lives and Black um, creators and uh, contributors to the arts. So, and they're not yeah. saying put like, circle c or hashtag dgb it's just right it's free yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and i love the the concept of it like it's lifted from an aerial shot of a black lives matter mural on the street and they use that as the font i think that's it was really smart Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll i'll give that a nine I will give our moments of joy this week a 10 because we had three of them. Yeah. And I, I always say, I say nine because I want, I wish, well, I don't know the answer to my question, but I wish someone at DDB, I hope the like lead designer was black or something. I don't know. I well, just wanted to be super unlikely. extra. <laughs> but, you know, good, good hoping, good hoping out. <laughs> Keep hope alive. <laughs> oh, Jesse. Oh, I met him several times. I'll tell you about that really? in another episode. Yes. Yes. Okay, we uh, gotta do that. When I was in Chicago and he was doing Operation Push. Mm. But I digress. That um, wrapped up our joy then. That was good joy. That was good joy. I got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Down in my heart. Down in, I feel like happier than when we started this call. So thank you, Jay. There. Thank you. Um, should I clap again to mark the change? Oh my from- gosh. <laughs> I'm going to do it. Okay, here I go. Hi. <laughs> That's such the that's like the most unnatural transition. Hi. <laughs> I don't care. We don't know what we're doing. We're just doing the best we can. Shut up. Hi. <laughs> um, I don't. I sent you a note earlier this week that said cultural appropriation is bananas right now because people are too scared to do it. Yep. And as they should be at all times. They should be, yes, of course. <laughs> I thought maybe we could like change it up 
and have instead of cultural appropriation like what i should have said mm -hmm. moment and what i would like to say is let's talk about anthropology Give and it what to they it. should have said because it came up this week that um there were there were code words for people who were suspicious in the stores and they were largely directed at black and brown folks and they would say like uh on the headsets oh my friend nick is near the candles maybe he needs some help which was if i translate that let me just take that from nick caucasian to blackness which is like there's a black dude in the back of the store who i think might be stealing a candle yeah and so yeah. you would have the staff like go look at them and the black staff um showed up this week to tell the story and said like you know how uncomfortable they felt and how like it was so crazy like nick was the black guy nikki was the black girl i feel of like called them like caroline carrie or something like that but it doesn't matter like nick is so close to that one word exactly and nikki is so close to that, that same word um it's amazing and so when it came out anthropology was like of course what do you think they said jordan let me just ask you what do you think they said in response uh, you know you know exactly what they said according to our policies we don't discriminate from anyone we <laughs> They probably said we use it for everyone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Is that what they said? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and so what they should have said was like, you know what? This was some bullshit. And exactly. And it was racist. Like, I would just love for a company to come out and say, like, you know what? What we that was some racist bullshit, and we are <laughs> exactly. I would shop there every day. <laughs> right. Like, we were racist and we probably still are but we're trying not to be sorry call us on it all the time no repercussions for employees who point this out fifty dollars bonus when you point out how we're like being terrible and so like what they should have said was exactly that like yep we are racist and we don't want to be anymore and we're going to try not to be and that's right. it don't like our policies are so inclusive like i don't give a shit like when you say your policies are inclusive it means like your policies were designed to keep some people safe and other people quiet yep so stop it don't be a liar mm -hmm. we need to have like another music intro for like what i should have said was <laughs> clap <again. laughs> um, because i think this is going to be like the replacement for cultural appropriation going forward what i should have said was mm -hmm. <laughs> what i meant to say was right because oh, like that's like that kind of like it's I, the I double like down people are just like the c-suite people are just like putting out stuff and nobody is saying to them, like, stop. <laughs> Please just shut up. Stop it. Mm -hmm. Wait. Don't say Consult. nothing. 
don't say nothing because you are wrong. Like, get them to admit that first. Right. Because, like, the impetus is to always be like, how come it's not my fault? And I love you, blackies and brownies. The impetus should be like, how can I take accountability for some shit I let happen on my watch if I didn't agree with it or some some actions I supported? Yeah. Brother, when I say I'm tired as a mother. Listen, that just took that just drained me. <laughs> that quick. I need to lay down and wash off the racism. What? Nikki? Nick? (laughs) Who do y'all How would you feel? Never mind. I wouldn't even want to work there. I would... Listen. Hmm. Listen, as the kid says. Listen, Linda. It's terrible, but... Thank God I have you and you have me. I mean, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I think I am a great friend. But we can talk about this stuff. And I feel like other people are doing it too and making companies and brands and um, organizations and institutions like put your money where your mouth is. No, really. like You can't put up a hashtag BLM post without doing the work internally to make sure that that kind of support is evinced in your board, in your staff, in the products you produce, in the art you share, in my case, and in um, the people you try to reach out to. So like we're holding people's feet to the fire, which is great. So don't be sad, just get ready to work. Boo-boo. They need to hire because black consulting. I mean <laughs> our fee our fees and rates are um, not gonna be posted. You have to uh they're exorbitant, but we're worth it. Very much worth it. And we can save you a lot of mm-hmm. time and money because you're gonna give us all that time and money. <laughs> it's a quick class in the heart. Like my Recommendation, I won't say it because then people will get it for free. But like exactly. ooh, not that hard to not be a dick. Really <laughs> I feel like you have to try to be wrong right now. Honestly. Mm-hmm. You got to want to be wrong. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm not giving nobody no pass. No, you wanna be wrong. Mm-hmm. So you know too many hours in the world. You know how we have not heard from peanut butter today? Yeah. He went away this week. Oh. It was so, like, I'm so happy that um, I could, I had the, my, like, kind of rainy day savings, because mm-hmm. it was expensive, for them to come mm-hmm. to the house and do it. Mm-hmm. And I fed him, like, a whole bag of chicken jerky and he was like this is delicious oh blah 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 well he was like well they gave him the shot to make him go to sleep and then they gave him the shot to make his heart stop Mm -hmm. 
And it was like, I just felt great. I was like, this is the right thing to do. Like he's safe. He's not tired or in pain. And I was not yeah. crying. And it's interesting because like people expect you to be like losing your shit. But mm-hmm. I've only ever had old dogs. Like I've never had a puppy. Like I have old dogs who are like, I got a year. Let's work it out. And so like I knew he was only going to be here for a short time. But it turned out to be like six years. And yeah. when like the vet was talking to me and she's like, are you sure you're okay? And I'm like, I just wanted to say to her, bitch, shut up. <laughs> I hate that question. You're trying to make me not okay. Like I am okay. That's the right thing to do. And I was like 100% like super like feeling like I've done the right thing. I'm letting you go. You're in comfort. You're here. And I will say that it was all good until they put him, the people from the crematorium were outside waiting. And they came in when he had passed and put him on the stretcher. Mm-hmm. And like they put his head in a little pillow and cover him with a blanket. And his two front feet were still hanging out. And Frothel mm-hmm. Jenkins, who is a dick of the highest order, he is like not a good dog. Uh, Russell walked up to peanut butter on the stretcher and started licking his feet. Oh. And I was like, I said, you all need to go right now. <laughs> like, yeah. please go. Go. You want to come down with us? I was like, nope, get out, get out. Because I don't cry with people I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was like, we still have his barks, his barks saved for antiquity from our last episode. Yeah. And um, he will show up I'm sure numerous times to be like, Burp, agree, Burp, don't agree. <laughs> Sounds the same, but I know. <laughs> so next week we'll see, like maybe Russell will start talking. Yeah. We'll see. We have to ask him. We have to get him to sign a contract. You know, he likes his money. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he does. He needs <laughs> royalties for every episode. So please download this episode so one dollar <laughs> can go to Russell for every download. Please do, guys. <laughs> this is Jordan. And this is Jen. Coming back because we're done with this week's episode of Because Black. It's actually called This Week and not This Week. So <laughs> 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 we should probably do it again.